0: Impact showcasing our Southern Arizona nonprofit superheroes that impact our
1: community. Welcome back to Southern Arizona Nonprofits, where we're going to meet the superheroes impacting our community. This is your host, Barbara McClure, coming you coming to you from the Business Radio X in Tucson. And I have with me today two great organizations who've really helped out during this COVID crisis. And I'd like to introduce to you Steve Asp, who's the exalted ruler of the Catalina Mountain Elks Lodge, number 2815. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. And I have also with us Jim Perkins, who is a member of the Catalina Oro Valley Lions Club. Thank you for inviting us. You're welcome. Thank you both for coming. You know, it's been a long Time with COVID, and I have to say, you know, this show focuses on the superheroes that are impacting our community. But as a nonprofit, Impact of Southern Arizona really struggled this year. And I have to say that our amazing donors and our amazing community partners rallied, and we were able to continue feeding people and helping people who came in needing jobs and who just came in with no hope. And really, it's because of partners like the Elks and the Lions Club that Impact was able to bring hope to so many. So I wanted to share with you today these amazing organizations and what they do, because really, they're the ones who saved nonprofits this year, even though they are nonprofits themselves. And I'd like to start off with the Elks Club, because this year, the Elks really rallied, and through some local grant opportunities through through their own organization— And just some fundraising, they were able to contribute over $84,000 in cash to Impact, which we spent on food and all kinds of wonderful things that helped people in the community. So, Steve, thank you for that wonderful contribution to Impact.
0: You're welcome. I'm glad we were able to do that. Uh, Like I said, like you said, with COVID, uh, our programs have been somewhat restricted. You know, some of our fundraising activities we haven't been able to do Uh, so We were glad that we had the available funds to help you out. We know we've done that in the past, and we know you put it to good use.
1: Well, thank you. That's true. We've been partners for a very long time, not just since COVID. So Mm -hmm. that is true, and worked on a lot of programs. So maybe you can tell the audience what the Elks are, because I have to tell you, I grew up in Pasadena, California. So if you're all familiar with that, that's where the Rose Bowl, Rose Parade are, and right on the corner of Colorado and Orange Grove, where the parade takes the corner. There's a gigantic white mansion with a giant elk on top, and it's the Pasadena. So growing up, it was always the Pasadena BPOE and this amazing elk on top of the building. So mm-hmm. that's, that was my first introduction to elks.
0: <laughs> well, elks have been going for 150 years.
1: Wow, there you um, go. You
0: know, there are like 825,000 members in 1,800 different lodges on nationwide. Um, they're doing 85 million in veterans, community, and youth programs, and on a fact that I was astounded to learn: they're second only to the federal government in giving out scholarships. And our scholarships,
1: they don't have to pay back. So <laughs> I think that is amazing. I remember when I first heard that, I was shocked. That is a lot of money when you consider the it what really the federal is. grant does.
0: It really is. There's 30 million in veterans programs, uh, 12.4 million annually in community investment programs. We do drug awareness programs and educational programs for youth, several youth activity things that they do, including an essay contest, giving kids their first dictionary in the third grade uh, programs, soccer and hoop shoot. They have competition for scouting and youth support programs, and they are rich in tradition and patriotism. That kind of spells it out. Um, The stock answer of who the Elks are, American citizens who believe in God, and guide their course in life by the cardinal principles of our order, which is charity, uh, justice, brotherly love, and fidelity. Live good life.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are all good characters, good values to hold. I'm sure that's a neat thing. I noticed um, when I'm at the lodge, I've seen that you have a lot of plaques on the wall. And when you talk about how many lodges there are nationally, I have to tell the audience, the Elks Lodge here. In Oro Valley and Catalina is an amazing organization. So, how about some of those great recognitions you guys have? <laughs> the wall's full of plaques, but they the get national recognition yeah, too.
0: We, we get, uh, there's all kinds of, of um, awards that are given annually um, by the Arizona Elks Association, which comprises 44 lodges and 27,000 elks. So, we're pretty lucky that we can, you know, get into some of these competitions uh, like. Membership things like um, the uh, uh, the monthly bulletin we put out, you know, they're all graded. Um, however, we have many uh, youth activity things, and some of our kids score real well. We get awards for that. And like you say, the, the wall is pretty full of these plaques. We've gotten quite a few of them in the last 20 years. We're only 20 years old.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. Seems like a, such we, a
1: well-established club.
0: We just, uh, we just established 20 years ago. So it was established on October 10th in 2000. So
1: That's interesting because that's about the age of impact to Southern Arizona. Hmm. We
0: were. That's probably about when we started helping you guys. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs>
1: that's probably why we have been partners ever since <laughs> and so close in location as well. Well, and how about you, Jim? We know at the yes. Lions, I know they're another social organization that do a lot of uh, programming in the community. What kinds of things do you do at your your uh, club?
2: Well, I'd first like to thank Steve and the Elks Club because that's where we have our meetings. And if we didn't have their ability to have a meeting at their place, then we wouldn't be having any meetings. So we really thank you for that. Um, the uh, The Lions Club is uh, their mission statement is to serve. So they've been in in existence for about a hundred years. Uh, One point four million uh, members. Uh, over two hundred countries i plus in two hundred countries plus and um it 's the biggest service organization in the world so what what we do is um we do vision screening here in Tucson uh, in two well, all over the state vision screening uh health and safety uh fairs where we you know uh do uh diabetes tests and vision screening and then uh we have a camp up north called Camp Tadia, and it 's for special needs uh We give a lot of uh, food to the local community food bank and all their local schools we give school supplies for as well. Um, And then we do some homeless veterans assistance also. So that's what we're...
1: Gosh, that's so nice. So all those things just touch so many different lives. That's what's really nice about, I think, both the organizations, the Elks and the Lions, is that you touch a wide variety of people you know, and I think of all ages. So it's a huge bonus to the community to have you there. That's so, so wonderful. Can you tell me a little bit about the camp?
2: Oh, the camp is, uh, it's up, it's up in Lakeside. It's up in the White Mountains and it's for uh, special needs uh, campers. We call them campers. Um, anywhere from uh, seven years old to uh, to adulthood. And it's free for a week. Um, they put in like-minded campers with like-minded, you know, with, with the same disabilities, say, hearing, sight, uh, you know, just all kinds of, dis, uh, you know, disabilities, and so they're all the same. In other words, uh, they, and it's free, and so they're all with each other and having the same difficulties, and this, uh, they always do this uh, thing at the very end, they ask them what their favorite thing was for that week, they interview them, because it's a different uh a uh ground amount of people every week and uh this this one guy they usually it's the go karts and the f- and the ring of fire <laughs> and the singing and all that but this one guy he's this one uh, camper said that for one week he was normal so Aww. that was that's that's, that's kind of touching but no it's a it's a last year we couldn't do it because of covid they went virtual which was they had a lot of fun they still they still got to go to camp somewhat they didn't get to be up in the mountains
1: they didn't get to go go-karting <laughs> they didn't get to
2: go go-karting no no but they had a they had a lot of different acts and uh, some of the campers were showing how to how they make their favorite meal okay. you know and uh, it was it was very impressive they had a good time
1: that's exciting so do the members of the lions participate in the club or who runs the club then
2: it's all run by donations sure but it but it is it is staffed I. I don't remember. I think there's only like four or five staff, paid people. Everybody else is volunteered.
1: Oh, that's and, nice.
2: And except for when the when the campers do come in, then then they have to bring in some nurses. It's twenty four seven. They have care there for, for these these campers that have uh, that need to be cared for.
1: So for know. people who are listening, if they are parents of children with disabilities, um, what what kinds of qualifications? would allow them to come to the camp is it just something they can contact the Lions Club and it, sign up for or find out more about?
2: We'll we'll put on the on the on the thing there the, the website is uh is CampTadia.org and you can get all the information you need you can get anything uh they have uh applicants applications there and they can tell you if you want to donate that's fine um, that's totally up to, to whoever, but ours are mostly donations and, and some grants.
1: Oh, that's very know. cool. So we, yeah. can, we can put that on the website for the show so people can click there and connect to it. That'll be a pretty exciting thing. That's a neat thing to do for children. It's a lot of fun. I know the elks do things for children. That's one of your main, isn't it? Children I, I was and veterans. Of as long as we
0: talk about <laughs> sure, camps, the yeah. elks have one as well. Oh, it's, there you go. Uh, the uh, Jack Warner Youth Camp. It's up in Young, Arizona, in the White Mountains, and it is. Uh, it's not necessarily for special needs kids. It's for groups. We've had Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, church groups, and uh, there's cabins there with uh, with bunk beds. Um, there's a big uh, mess hall, they call it, and, oh, sure. uh, and, and it's all run by volunteers as well. Uh, they have, uh, you can find it on the Arizona Elks Association website as well in terms of how to make contact. Uh, again, last summer we didn't have a lot of use of it with the COVID situation, but we're uh, hoping to get it set up here at the end of April doing a cleanup for a spring cleanup and getting it ready for hopefully a bunch of kids to use uh, this summer. So,
1: Oh, that'll be exciting. <laughs> I know kids must really miss camp, but I'm sure after being home alone, being homeschooled by their families, they probably will all be happy to get off to camp and have a unique outdoor experience. So that'll be two nice options, and we'll put that on the website as well so people can connect. I think I know the other, one of the ways that we partner with the Elks at Impact is when we have a lot of clothes at our clothing bank we will donate some clothes to the Elks Lodge to pass on to their veterans program. And maybe you could share with our listeners some information about the veterans and the clothing.
0: Yeah, we've been doing that for a number of years. Uh, we've been collecting clothing at our lodge. And <clears throat> once a week, um, we sort through it and, and separate it and figure it out in terms of sizes and whatever. And then we, we have been taking it down to the VA hospital but since COVID, they don't want it. But there's another group called American Vets, I think, here in town. They come pick it up, which is good. We don't have to carry it down there somewhere. It, I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars worth of used clothing we've donated to veterans uh, in, in both the VA and, and this other organization. So, But it's a lot. and. It's it's pretty, pretty heavy job every Tuesday we do up there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet clothes are remarkably heavy. It doesn't look that way, and it takes a long time to sort through them and organize them, I'm and, and sure. And there's a
0: lot of people like in Saddlebrook who know that this is a place to get rid of some of your uh, closet cleaning activity. Sure. And uh, that little pod that we have out there fills up almost every week.
1: <laughs> I have to say at Impact, because we have a clothing bank, we were laughing at how everyone— had to self isolate you remember back in March and April and then finally in May and people were chomping at the bit they're like is the clothing bank open yet because we've all cleaned our closets and we've done all the <laughs> spring cleaning and mm-hmm. we need to bring the clothes and and our clothing bank wasn't open so there were no clothes going out so the clothes we kept saying we can't take them yet we just can't take them and Finally, we started to open the clothing bank, but we had to do it on such restrictions that we did open the back at the same time, and it's piled high with clothes. So I think we'll have some more clothes for the veterans soon. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: One of the projects that we did recently, which was really fun and we partnered with the Lions on, is that we've adopted a group of homeless, or I'm sorry, not homeless, but single mothers in the community in Oro Valley. And so our community clothing bank manager went in and she pulled all kinds of purses beautiful donated purses for these 25 mothers and then we took them to the lions and the lions <laughs> collected some items and were you there jim when they packed those purses or
2: yeah they had a they had a really uh we were in uh inducting a couple new new members and uh i was busy with something else but they were done in like 15 minutes but they had a we have people from a different clubs there, and they had a wonderful time. They really want to do it again sometime.
1: They, oh, that was really fun. They really enjoyed it, yeah. I know the Lions donated some items, and Impact had some items, and we, we had things from you know socks and some hygiene items to nail polish, and we've got some lipsticks to throw in them, and we're delivering them to them in a couple of weeks, so it's going to be very exciting. But that's a, another interesting project that – you know, comes from what you were talking about, Steve, the generosity of the community who just want to donate their gently used mm-hmm. clothing items to people. And our, we did this with another group, um, and the people who receive these purses are so appreciative. It's just really rewarding to see that and to know that it matters. So that's kind of a fun <laughs> little project. So we're all working on clothes and keeping people clothed. <laughs> I think... Um, I was going to ask you, Steve, what what does it take to become an elk? What are the qualifications to become an elk?
0: <laughs> well, basically, you have to be an American citizen. You've got to be 21 years old. You have to profess a belief in God, and you must be willing to pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And you have to be proposed for membership by an already existing elk. Gotcha. And that's essentially it, but... Uh,
1: well, that's not too, too hard. Those qualifications too hard. aren't too high-reaching. <laughs> are they important but not outside most people's?
0: And we actually have a program we call the Antler Program for younger persons, uh, usually high school age, uh, to get associate with the Elks Lodge and do some of the things with the Elks and whatever. Uh, so when they finally turn 21, they can come Elks themselves. Sure. <laughs> and they're, they're a big help around the lodge, too. I bet and usually they're, they're children of elk members, obviously. So
1: Oh, but that's fun. I always love to see <clears> kids get involved in community service early. It's <laughs> how they become, you know, involved as adults and it just becomes natural. So no. that's a fun thing for children.
0: No. You know, one of the things I kind of forgot about that we did with the Lions Club. Jim, you could probably tell them about how you tested the eye test.
2: Yeah, the vision screening. Yeah, yes, the vision was, screening.
0: Talk that about tur-
2: that. That turned out that turned out really well. Um two years ago, we were donated um two uh Welch Allen machines, and Impact donated donated one to us, and so did uh, uh Saddlebrook Outreach. So that because of last year with COVID, we couldn't do anything. So but the year before that, our very first year Of having two machines and having help from several different clubs and uh, we managed to do a little over 10,000 students here in in Tucson. Well the Copper Corridor all the way to Marana and all over the northwest and we did uh, private schools, we did charter schools, we did parochial schools. Um, It was on some of these schools you know the machine will give you a pass or a referral and on some of these schools, we were getting a 20% referral rate, which is 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 over 20% sometimes, but is it it's extremely terrible. I mean, it's there's some they really need some glasses out there, and a lot of them were the low-income schools that they just didn't have the ability to go to an optometrist. Yep. So then what we do is that we go ahead, and um, they go if if need be, we will send them to one of our uh, optometrists and and pay for for their eye exam and their glasses, if they need the glasses. And so it works out really well for, for everybody because, yep. and That's then you- We kind of stepped
0: in on that end too. Um, I think they found an optometrist that would do a test and two pair of glasses for like 60 bucks, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And we donated several thousand dollars towards getting some of these kids the glasses that they need. Um, it's it's and amazing. it's
2: amazing. our little oxlots, so. Yeah. And, the, and the reason for the two glasses is why? Two pairs. Got to lose one. Well, that's, that's <laughs> I was telling Barb this morning, we give one to the teacher and then, of course, the other one, the student gets, uh, you know, so that way they have it because they always are forgetting their, their stuff and anything. And when we do these uh, special ed, the SPED kids, you know, they don't have the attention span um, that, you know, that they just don't have it. Okay. So, it takes like three to five seconds to, to test their eyes and then, then you'll know. And then that's about all they can then handle, you know. And then uh, usually uh, they don't, don't need glasses or something like that. But it's it's a, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a it's a hoot.
1: And it is amazing how many children you can test in a very short time period. Michelle yes. and I went with the Elks one time when it was when they were first starting when they were borrowing equipment from another club, and it is amazing to see how well organized it is. And kids just come through. They sit in chairs. And like you're saying, Jim, it is so fast. And they. it reminds me of, I couldn't tell you the name of that toy, the old where you used to click and you put in a little film disc
2: oh. and
1: view. it was like a little viewfinder. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure Hasbro made it, you know, of that generation. But it, it just looks like they just hold it in your hand and they just look into the back and they're three feet away. So it's mm-hmm. even really pretty reasonable to do during COVID, not that we were doing it during COVID. But I think that it's... Uh, it's amazing how quickly you can do an entire school.
2: Yeah, we're going to – we fire up next month. We fire up the April 7th as our first school. Oh, I'm and so fact, glad. It's, in fact, I think it's going to be Coronado up there in, in Catalina. Okay, yeah. So uh, we'll see how it goes because things are going to be a little different. I'm sure we'll be wearing masks, you know, sure. and probably gloves and stuff like that. And we haven't really decided yet how we're going to do the, the – uh, you know, we used to use index cards and they put the, the child's, the, the student's name on there and the teacher and the grade. And then we just put a, a, a P or an R for pass or referral and we just stick it in a stack. Well, they don't want to be handling a bunch of stuff this time. So sure. I think we're going to have a nurse or a teacher right in between our two machines that knows all the students. And we'll just mark it off on, the, on, a, on a sheet of paper where nobody touches anything. Sure. We're just sitting there taking the tests and. And she's she's writing everything down. We don't have to write nothing that write anything. So
0: yeah, that'll be nice. I think. It'd stay safe that way, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah. It will. Sure. It's you know for everybody because <clears> the average uh, lion is over seventy years old. I don't know what it is for the pretty the, much for the same elk. for the elks. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. So at they, least they in our, don't
1: our
0: lodge anyway. I know yeah. a lot of other lodges have younger members too, but
1: sure. Yeah. Well, that's probably because I think in general, as people get to the retirement age, mm-hmm. they get to have more time to spend in those things that they're most passionate about. So it's hard when you're, you might still be passionate about it, but it's hard, you know, earlier stages of life. So I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Even at Impact, we so highly value that program because, and we've also raised some money to be able to fund some glasses for the kids, especially in the Copper Corridor, because up there there's such a high low income rate Mm -hmm. that Those children, I know when we went, we ran into, I know your story about the high school student who, you know, can you imagine being in high school and this poor student couldn't see at all? And then, you know, the principal, of course, had said, well, that's my worst uh, discipline problem. Well, that's because he, his (laughs) correction was so high, he couldn't see anything that he was learning. And I think that was what really hit with Michelle and I that year and why, we thought that Impact needed to step in and be part of that program because for us, one of our missions is to make sure that children in our food bank program, you know, the kids of our clients hopefully will not be our clients in the future. Mm -hmm. And so for us, Mm -hmm. that whole glasses program is so significant because children can't be successful in school if they can't see. And so, you know, that's a, a big part of what we're happy to participate in also it's just huge to get children to have success in school and love school Mm -hmm. and i think it's especially challenging this year and i'm sure all those families it'll be sad that they missed out on a chance to have their eyes checked this year so i'm (laughs) excited to hear it's coming up again in april
2: it's going to be a fun
1: it is and how many people do you take with you at a time into those schools oh
2: it's usually about five of us Mm -hmm. um we could use more but then you know then you got too many people then you know sure. so about five five or six and then we try and get other um, clubs to help especially if it's in Marana there Marana has a club so they can help us go out there they don't have the machines that we do sure and then um uh and mo- mostly the teachers are very very helpful they'll, they'll, they'll be there directing the cat to the kids you know how, how you have to make them go places so
1: <laughs> it almost did sound like you said direct the cats i do it's like hurting, that's, that's hurting, what, hurting the, the cats. cats that's yeah. what they that's what they
2: say yeah so we have one 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 uh uh lion that's she just loves doing that and she's real good at it she's, sure so it works out real well but yeah five I mean, we can do three to four hundred easily in a couple hours
1: yeah that's pretty If amazing. everything
2: goes nice and smooth yeah yeah it's
1: well, a lot of children are benefiting from that program and from the Elks funding those classes. So, thank you very much. And for people at Impact who've funded our classes program. So, it's very nice.
0: We're glad to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, Steve, I know that you said in the beginning the Elks were steeped in tradition or something similar. And, and
0: Americanism I, and patriotism, things like that. And anybody that is driven by Oracle on one of our uh, major holidays, sees the uh, thirty five American flags flying along the way. Um, we do that. We've been doing that for several years. And
1: um, I have to say, as a community member, I think that is the most impressive thing. When I first moved to Catalina, it was about twelve years ago, and I, I, so it was totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. And then I one morning I drove down the street, and it happened to be a windy day, mm-hmm. so all those flags just unfurled and. And flapping in the same direction, it is really the most, it's very, very patriotic. It's, it's amazing it's how just yeah. a long stand, and it's all along Oracle Highway, 35 <clears throat> tall flags on tall flagpoles <clears throat> at the street edge.
0: Yeah, we put them up at 7 in the morning, which is a bit early for me, but we take them down at 5, <laughs> and, uh, and and we do, I think it's nine different holidays during the year that we put them up. Sure. So it's a, it's a neat thing. We do a... a an Americanism contest in the schools, an essay uh, contest for kids. That's one of the youth things that we do, uh, which is Americanism. Um, and several other things. We we try and um, support uh, law enforcement and firefighters. Uh, one of the things we've done since 9-11 is uh, uh, honoring the firefighters in the area, and we provide a turkey dinner. We take a turkey dinner with all, this, all the trimmings to the fire stations and and they can have dinner on us on nine eleven, on thanking them for, you know, being who they are and sure. protecting the community. So that's that's about it for Americanism. But um, you know, like I said, you've got to be able to pledge allegiance to a flag, so you've got to be an American citizen sure. and, and be proud of it t- to be a member.
1: Well, it's not hard to be when you not hard to be proud of being an American when you go by the Elks Lodge, that's for sure. And I wanna um Take a just a quick break if you don't mind, because I want to introduce the audience to our wonderful sponsors, Skip, which is the Social Service Contractors Indemnity Pool, and they are the sponsors of this uh, business Radio X in Tucson program. So, if we can just hold on for a moment, we'd like to hear a word from our sponsor.
0: Impact with Barbara McClure, featuring Southern Arizona nonprofits within our community. Today's program is brought to you by Skip, the social service contractor's indemnity pool. Skip is a member-owned, member-directed insurance provider with more than three decades of insuring Arizona social service organizations for their property, general and professional liability, and auto claim exposures. With an Arizona-based staff of claim underwriting and risk management professionals, Skip specializes in providing personalized service, affordable premiums, and coverage which meets and often exceeds the state of Arizona's contract requirements for social service providers. For more information, visit our website at www.sscip.org or ask your insurance agent about protecting your organization with insurance coverage through Skip.
1: And we're back here today with the um, Catalina Elks with Steve Asp and with Jim Perkins of the Catalina Oro Valley Lions Club, learning about some of the things they do in the community to improve it and to help people out. And I think we've talked about some of the different programs, but I'm curious, um, what are some of the funding opportunities that you do jim with the lions how do you raise money for lions do you have dues or
2: no we do have dues um we have lots of donations from the the members themselves we used to do white cane which is you stand in front of a you've probably seen us in front of a walgreens or, or a walmart and we just ask for donations for revision and that's our one of our cherry things but we haven't been able to do that in a long time because of covid so it's been really our funding has been really really tough um last year one of our biggest fundings was doing the Jim Click raffle
1: oh sure. it
2: was it was just it was awesome and so we have money now to to help other you know other other things like at christmas time we we adopt a family at thanksgiving we adopt a couple families and do that kind of thing and um other than that it's it which just personal donations and and Jim Click, <laughs> sure. Well, Jim
1: Click is wonderful in this community oh, for sure. Really, millions awesome. for the community. And then Steve, I know you have all kinds of games and crazy well, things that go on at the lodge. Several things going on,
0: and and one of the things is is uh, we can apply for several grants from Grand Lodge, the national. And in fact, the last donation we made to you was a a, a grant from uh, Grand Lodge, mm-hmm. um, and they they're, they dictate which kind of area you can use that money. Uh, but there's at least four of them that we we get, you know, almost every year, and it's it's amounts to you know ten to fifteen thousand dollars. We get um, donations, like Jim said, we we get a lot of donations, and the game you mentioned <laughs> has been a boon to our lodge. Uh, you may have heard of the Queen of Hearts game. A lot of a lot of places have this Queen of Hearts game where they they put up uh, 54 cards and, and and they're in numbered envelopes and and people buy tickets you know to put in a barrel and once a week you have a drawing and whoever um, his name gets drawn out of the barrel gets to pick a card. Well, all of our cards are worth some kind of money. Um, either 50 bucks or 100 bucks. So it's worth coming. And, and if you get the queen of hearts, you get 90% of the pot, which has gotten rather large. Uh, right now, we can't do it because of COVID because when we had this thing running in our lodge, on Friday nights, we'd have the lodge room full, the lounge full, the patio full, <laughs> and people standing out in the parking lot. We had people coming from lodges in Phoenix. We had... We had one game that went down to the very last card. Oh my gosh! And there was over thirty thousand dollars in the pot.
1: Isn't that something? <laughs> and you know, if you're the <laughs> if you're down to the last card and you're the last person, your name drawn. That's pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: And uh, any rate, we 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 set this up. Our Queen of Hearts game is run by the Passagola Ruler Association, which uh, there, there are several of us that are still active in our lodge, and we get to keep. Um, 25% of the ticket sales to go into our, our charity funding. Nice. And that's, that's been really, really helpful in the past couple of years in terms of where we get the money to, to help out organizations like Impact and, and, and some of the other things that we do and the, the veterans, uh things that we do that cost money. Um, one of the neat things we do, um, there's a group of, of uh, disabled veterans, we call them the wheelchair vets, and they go to the wheelchair Olympics every year. And they couldn't again in COVID they couldn't go this year, but we've supported them a lot. We've we paid for their airfare, we've we've bought them equipment, we buy them matching shirts and they're they're extremely appreciative of it. But again, this is we get the money to do this kind of stuff from donations, the Queen of Hearts game, things like that. So it's it's kind of fun.
1: That is fun. I have been to the lodge for one of those Queen of Hearts games and bought (laughs) tickets. And Steve's not kidding when he says it's packed full of people. It's hilarious. But I have met so many wonderful people there because you come early Mm -hmm. and then you sit at the table and meet with so many neat, just neat community members who are all sitting around visiting. So it's a fun thing. We
0: always have something to eat, you know, some special thing for five bucks, like a hamburger or whatever. You know, so people do come early and and eat and then hang around for the drawing. And uh, quite frankly, we did it on a night that we were having a little difficulties getting people to come to the lodge because we knew people would come. Because if you're there and your name gets drawn and you pick a card, you get 90 percent of what that card is. If you're not there, you get 50 percent.
1: That's it. So, they so show they're up. encouraged yeah. to be there.
0: Gotcha.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, that helps. And but it is a good social socialization. It, is. it yeah. really is. Yeah.
2: You're gonna have to teach us that game so we can do it.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Make some money,
2: Barb. You asked me earlier about uh, where to send the glasses for because we, we do take glasses, used glasses, for donate, donation. Yes, thank you. And re, we we re, re-put them out on the on the website. There'll be uh, Lionsclubs.org will be on there and they can just, I went on it again today and you just go on there and it says, uh, you can join, you can do, you can find out all kinds of thing about the lions. And then it, up in the very right hand corner, it says find clubs. And all you do is you hit that, you punch in your zip code and it'll pick the closest club by, by your house, you know, and then it goes out from there, that type of thing. So if anybody ever wants to donate some glasses, they can, they can contact the club real easy, uh, whichever club you want, to 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 you know to get to peff will be the closest one and if you want to join the uh the lions it's up there as well it says join you don't um you'll need to get a sponsor you know so that's just the way that works but um other than that just pay your dues just like just like like the elks and uh uh yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a fun time we do a lot of uh Stuff for diabetes and, of course, vision and then hunger and then uh, environment and then child cancer. And for this weekend, our next project, uh, another Lions Club had contacted me to uh, help them plant trees on the south side. So we'll be planting trees down there.
1: That'll and be that'll
2: be Saturday and this Saturday and next Saturday. So, But we do all kinds of, of things. Now that COVID's going away a little bit, we can be a little bit more active, but we haven't been active for a year.
1: Sure, I love that mission. Just we serve because yeah. it opens it up to so many things. Yeah. I appreciate your comment about the glass, the glasses, because at Impact we have a box that people come in and donate glasses to drop off. You know, if their prescription changes or mm-hmm. for what for various reasons. Yeah. But I think that's a good idea. So anyone who has a business or. Some kind of counter in a public place could get one of these boxes and put it in their place of business to collect. Oh,
2: absolutely, and and they'll take uh, hearing aids and cell phones. The cell phones don't get too many of them, but they what they do is they is they strip them and they send them and they fill them up full of uh, hours or you know whatever minutes or whatever, and they give them to the uh, the 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 vet the veterans and stuff like that. So.
1: Nice, and then imagine the hearing aids, too.
2: Hearing aids, thank you. Thank are you, important, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, yeah. that's good to know. Thank you. I was thinking, too, of one of your fundraisers is, I know I've driven by and there's a like a Polaris razor parked out in the front. <laughs> so that must be going on even because of COVID. That, is that, that correct? That
0: comes from um, Arizona Elks Association. It's a it's a, a, a major uh, fundraiser for them. Uh, we, that thing sits around all 44 lodges during the year, and um, I think it's in October they have the drawing, and uh, some lucky winner wins that thing. Um, sure. and we're going to have it, I think, uh, next week we get it where it's going to be, where we'll be selling tickets for that thing.
1: Oh, and then you can expect my husband to buy <laughs> some tickets. <because laughs> I'm say every him, every yeah. time it's parked out <clears throat> in the front of the lodge, <laughs> Which, we end up with tickets that year. So <laughs> it goes by. We got to
0: be pretty careful with it. Last year, the razor got stolen from Sun City's lodge.
1: You know? Oh my gosh. Isn't that <laughs> insane? <laughs> and,
0: and, and I guess, uh, it's been taken a couple of times from various lodges who haven't quite secured it, but, uh. Can, can anybody buy those tickets? Anybody can buy the tickets. We'll have a sign out there saying, you know, welcome. Anybody can come in and buy tickets, no problem.
1: That's uh, nice. And, and then now, does the that, lodge keep the tickets or, I uh, mean, the ticket take or is it a uh, no, It goes to state uh, pool? Uh,
0: yeah, it goes to uh, the Arizona Elks Association. Uh, sure. So, um, they're the ones running it. Major projects. Arizona Elks Major Projects is kind of a sub-organization of the Arizona Elks Association, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that run it, so... That's one of their fundraising tools. Sure. Obviously, so,
1: I'm sure they do good work with it. Yeah. I with probably won't
0: buy a ticket because I don't know what I'd do with it if I if I won it. That's true. You not have, have, have a place g- <laughs> to store it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> especially if there's such hot property that they're being taken, huh? Yeah. that's too funny.
0: Yeah, it's going to be there, and I think we have it for two weeks, so we'll be able to sell tickets. So yeah.
1: that'll be fun. Well, we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. And then the elks, you said that they're na- national. Are they also international? They must only no, be in the no, U.S. It's
0: a Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks of the United States
1: of America. It is of the United yeah. States. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, I know the Lions Club, however, is international. Correct. Is that true? Correct. So yes. what do the Lions—I always thought of the Lions as really the, the vision— I mean like that was most, your philanthropy most, vision.
2: Yeah, most most people do, but basically it's to we serve. Yes. Yeah, yes, that surprised yes. me. Yeah, just, just because Helen Keller started it off, you know, that's probably what everybody thinks that, you know, but no. Oh. It's not it's just a, it's a service industry and uh,
1: That's cool. So what do they do internationally?
2: Oh, the, all these floods and everything. I mean, they clean water for, you know, like down in Africa stuff like that, wherever the water's real dirty. They'll send down machines that'll clean the water up so they can drink it, so they don't go blind. Sure, you know uh, they help after floods, fires, everything. I mean, they're they're there for everything. Earthquakes. Uh, when the hurricane hit down in Texas, they were there. I mean, it's just amazing. They're everywhere. You know, it's it's just a lot of a lot of fun to uh, to see what they do. And then on that that uh, Lions website, you can go and look and see what uh, they're just everywhere. It's amazing. We they have a C. Kirby Smith uh, deal that we do. It's an exchange student, so somebody from uh, Brazil can come to 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 Arizona, actually, uh, to Tucson, and someone from Tucson goes to Belgium, and it's just a swap with the Lions Club <clears throat> places, so they can see how how we do things, and we can see how they do things over there. How lucky we have it here is what I'm trying to say. Sure, <laughs> it's the um the uh the couple of the people stayed with us and uh we took them into uh costco and that just freaked them out
1: i bet if they come from a place that it doesn't yeah. that's kind of food insecure and then yeah. to have that volume must be overwhelming
2: it, and, the, and the people in there and how much food there was they just couldn't believe it they just, and then we took them down to the missile silos down there in green valley mm-hmm. um they go they they go everywhere they go over the south side of by you know down by Tombstone and all that area, Benson, and then they go up to the Grand. Well, not this year, but the Grand Canyon, and they stay there. Get to see the Grand Canyon, and they just they're gone for two weeks, and then they're they're here for two weeks. So the the host family has them for two weeks, and then you take them wherever you want to take them.
1: That must be a really unique experience when you consider that we live in the Southwest, which is unlike anything else. Correct. You know, because like when you say tombstone, it's really, I imagine kids in other countries watching cowboy movies, you know, Westerns and cowboys and Indians, and then to come down here and see it so live. And of course, some of those movies have been taped here. So Mm -hmm. it must just be like, like no other place they've ever been.
2: Yeah, there was, there was a, their, their idea of Americans change. Old. A lot of them, because they're they're told something totally different. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it's they're 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 schooled a little bit differently, and then they see how we really are, and they say, "Hey, this isn't too bad." Yeah, so it's a lot of fun.
1: But. That's that's very cool. Well, I wanted to check in and see if there was anything else that you well, wanted to share about. one thing about. I
0: should say, you, uh, Jim. You mentioned sure. the medical technology thing that the Lions are doing. One of the major things that the Arizona Elks deal with, and you've probably heard of the Steel Memorial Children's Research Center yes. down in Banner, um, the Arizona Elks Association combined 44 lodges, spend thousands of dollars in support of that center. Um, every year we have, normally we have two uh, meetings a year, and they raise usually about $250,000 per meeting to go wow. to them. Uh, we bought a high-level microscope that they needed for a half a million bucks for them uh, just a few years ago. So we it's its a neat, neat place. We just actually got a tour of it, um, and, and it's amazing what those people are doing, the scientists are doing with some of the children's diseases uh, that they're working on. And, and we're, as elks, very, very happy to be able to support them. So it's uh, another major thing that the all of us do. So, yeah.
1: That is good to know because I think those are, that's the fun for me of the show is that people have no idea these things are going on. Again, like I said, how many years did I drive by that great big elk on top of that white building? And I never (laughs) for 18 years knew what the heck went on in there or all those wonderful things. And I just think it's neat. And to know that you're helping kids and through science, is yeah. yeah, we have a
0: lot of kids' amazing. programs. You know, we, obviously, we have scholarships uh, for um, college kids. And uh, we have a hoop shoot and a soccer shoot program. That is a nationwide thing. And we have uh, a hoop shoot. The kids come in and they throw free throws. And, and, and it, it, the high score ones go on to the district area and the high score ones go on to the state area. And then they go back east to the... In national. And, uh, and the same way with the soccer shoot. They set up a, a big uh, target type thing with a bunch of different individual targets and the smaller ones get more points. And these soccer kids come in and spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes kicking the ball through there. And, and again, it, it goes, the winners go to the next level and those winners go to the next level and the next level goes to national and they end up with $50,000 in scholarship money. Gosh. Uh, on the state level it's like ten thousand, so yes. it's uh, it's kind of cool thing we do uh, and you know you mentioned some of the underprivileged people up in the copper core area we have a, a children 's shopping spree that we've done um every year hopefully you know and where we 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 take thirty five kids to a store and and got a hundred and fifty dollars uh, to spend on them and it's amazing uh you know, my wife and I have helped out with that for years, and, and you see these underprivileged kids showing up. You'd think they'd be looking at the toy section. Boy, they're going for the shoe section. They're going for clothes. Mm. They say, it's cold out, and I need a jacket. You know, and So that's really a, a cool thing that we do, and, and I know Impact has helped us identify some of the families in need. And, and we've done the same thing around Christmas time where we adopt a family and, and get presents for kids that they probably wouldn't be able to get. So Sure, definitely. That, that's kind of a fun thing to do. Um,
2: yeah, we used, when we did that one time, well, a couple times, we'd done it. But one time um, the child, you know, like you said, 150 bucks is usually about what it is per child. And uh, he, says, he says, is there any way I can buy something for my mom? You know, I don't, I don't, I want, she needs something. You know, so they, well, of course you let them, you know, I mean. Well, because that is an
1: important part of it, isn't it? Giving to others. That's what we find, you know, that your comment, Steve, that socks, our kids, that's what's on their Christmas wish list. mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know that socks were ever on my children's (laughs) Christmas wish list. We might have put them in the stocking, some fun pair, but it's, uh, it is a different perspective altogether. And I think. We used to do a program at Christmas time. We don't do it anymore because we kind of focused our mission differently. But we would have a holiday program where kids could come in and pick something Mm -hmm. and then for themselves. But then we also, and they saw Santa and did all these things. But then they also went into a room where they could choose something for their parent. And that was the favorite thing of all. Mm -hmm. They enjoyed getting their toy, but the most exciting thing for them was to get something to pick it themselves and wrap it and give it. And it, it's just the most heartwarming thing mm-hmm. as a person in the community to think, oh, these are going to be the kids that are going to be adults that are going to be joining the lions and the elks and impact, and they're going to be helping out and helping other people and thinking of others. So it's, mm-hmm. it's neat that we're all working to help those kids and encourage that. That's exciting. Gosh, we sure thank you for all you're doing.
0: Well, it's it's. That's what we do. I know. And <laughs> it's, like what we, lions, it's what we do. <laughs> and know? it's what we love we, to do, isn't it? We see a need, and, and we try and, to and address it. It's, uh, and, and helping these kids that need things is a good thing to do. I know my wife had a little girl one time that says, well, I could use some shoes. These are a little tight. And she was wearing size 4, and she needed size 6. Wow. And, you know, those are the type of things we see when we do these chopping sprees. So um, we weren't able to do it this year. But instead, we um, we uh, made a donation to the Roadrunner Elementary School Food Bank in lieu of the shopping spree. So
1: and I'm sure it went to good hopefully use.
0: Hopefully, when we get back to some semblance of normalcy, we can do some more of these things again. Yeah, definitely.
2: You know. We used to do the Arizona Deaf and Blind School once a year. The uh, Old Pueblo uh, Riding Club mm-hmm. with Harleys and stuff like that, Motorcycles Club, would, would have a— uh, A pancake breakfast, all-you-can-eat sausage and pancake breakfast out there, and we'd bring our van out there, our trailer. We'd set up, and we'd all day long. I mean, it's like for five bucks, you get all you can eat. You know, now all the money goes to the Arizona Deaf and Blind School. But the thing about it was, speaking of the kids, um, most of them were blind, A a lot of them were deaf and blind, and they looked forward to that day so much because what they would do, they'd come and get their their breakfast. And then after the ride was over for the old Pueblo riders, it would be over with, they would stop back by the school and stop there and park in a line. And each, each student, each child got a ride. And they used to see the smile on their <laughs> face because, you know, some of those Hardys, man, they're loud. Yeah. And, but the vibration, and even if you can't like, hear, yeah. <clears throat> you can't, you, you can feel the vibration. They just get a, a smile that you couldn't, you could not, you couldn't believe from <laughs> ear to ear. So that's, a, that was a lot of fun and, so, but we couldn't do it last year. So,
1: gosh, I tell you, there's so many fun ideas of programs and projects. And I think it's one of the reasons Impact loves to partner with both organizations that all these creative minds can come up all the time with new ways to help people and to meet the needs in the community. And I just think it's so much fun. And I'm sure the listeners today are surprised to find out all these things that are going on in all these different projects that everybody is doing together so i think that's just really really cool do you have anything else you want to add about the lions or the elks that you think people should know we'll give them all the contact information but on on
0: top of all the other good things we do helping other people out we we do have a social program as you well know we have a, a private members only lounge uh in our club and that's uh members and their spouses can can come partake and uh, we have a a, a dining area in the lounge as well and we have weekly uh, dinners that we put on Um, we have a couple games we put on once a month we play have a bingo day and and a lot of guys get together on a Saturday once a month and play Texas Hold'em and and of course the Queen of Hearts that we do that (laughs) (laughs) and they have other specialty events that we have we have a a deal we try and do in the fall called night under the stars where we uh, we set up a, a big uh, canvas uh, tent type thing and and uh, we have a, a catered meal and we have a, a band and it, it, it can be a fun place to be uh, on top of doing all the fun things we do and the great things we do to help the community so
1: i know i was surprised when i first heard how many members We're in the Elks Lodge, in the local Elks Lodge. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, we have over 500 members now. And as you know, that's a small building. We certainly can't get them all there at once. (laughs) No, um,
1: but that's the beauty because then all those people can participate in all these. You have so many different choices of programs, both organizations, that when you join, you have so many different opportunities. So mm -hmm. that's so nice. To get all of it covered by so many and it is a fun social place that's a great place to go to see your favorite football game because in the lounge they do have (laughs) large televisions so if we're looking for some seahawks fans there are quite a few (laughs) washingtonians (laughs) and northwesterners yeah so uh that's a that's a good place to hang out Um, for a game
0: wow i know you know our member jan trudeau she does a lot of work she's one of our uh, community uh, outreach uh committee chairs and And she is a big Seahawks fan, so she's there watching all the time.
1: And she is a great community outreach gal. We do work with her quite a bit, and I think it's just uh, both organizations really are terrific. And we so appreciate partnering with both of you, and we appreciate all you do in the community. I think uh, I just want to thank you both for coming out today, coming here to the Stewart Title (laughs) Building, to the Tucson Business Radio X Studio, and for spending the hour with me around the table helping people learn more about your social service nonprofit clubs and how you're impacting our computer our community and you're helping all the nonprofits as well so well, thank, thank you both for coming well, thank today. you for having for us, us. I appreciate Great. it you're very welcome
0: impact showcasing our southern arizona nonprofit superheroes that impact our community